Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. What could you learn if you were a fly on the wall when two doctors talk shop? One's a chiropractor. One's an ER doctor. Two different doctors. Two sides of the story. Let's get going. Doctor. Doctor. Doctor? 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 And doctor. Well, we miss anyone? Classic. Classic 1985 Spies Like Us, Chevy Chase, Dan Aykroyd. Really, I think at their pinnacle. Yeah, I mean, you can't go wrong with the Chevy Chase movie, right? There's a scene in that movie when he's taking the, the board to, <laughs> yeah. to pass to become a secret agent or whatever. Right, right. Oh, and it's, he fakes the seizure. Oh, and, it's like uh, I literally, I get cramping when I see that. All right, uh, I'm Doctor Dean, the chiropractor. I'm Doctor Darren, the ER doctor. Now, before we get to today's podcast, uh, Doctor Darren, we have a phone call here uh, from Doctor Margaret Rinker, who's a uh, a dermatologist. She was listening to the podcast on minor burns. Excellent. Dr. Rinker, are you there? Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, well, uh, welcome to the Doc to Doc podcast. This is Dr. Darren over here. Can you see him? <laughs> Hi, Dr. Darren. Hey, thanks for calling in. We appreciate it. All right. Thank so what's you. up, Dr. Rinker? What you got for us? So, you know, I, I really enjoyed your, your talk, first of all, and oh, I thought you, you had some excellent points on, you know, what to do in that immediate, um, you know, after the the burn happens. Um, so very, very good. And you guys did, you brought up one question. What, what do you do when you get a blister? Do you you pop it or do you leave it intact? Yeah. I was wondering, what do you do? So what's the question? This is the, uh, this is the official dermatology answer. Go for it. So it's it's always best to leave it intact. Ah, <laughs> Doctor Darren, I hate to say this, but I think you may have been right. Yes, did you say that? I think awesome. you did. Yeah, uh, yeah. Like, you let me play it back. And, yeah, uh... he's like, I think I said that. <laughs> All right, so leave, so if you have a blister, leave it there. Correct. So. The blister is sterile. So if you think about it, the, there's no way a blister can be infected because there's no opening. Ah. Um, once you have an opening, that's when the bacteria can get in, and that's when you have that risk of infection. So um, blister is always best to leave it intact. Uh, think of it as nature's Band-Aid. So, ah, I love it. Well, um, let me ask you this, Doc. What what if it, like, accidentally broke, or what 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 what, what then? Exactly. So sometimes that happens, and, and that's can be unavoidable. Um, the, the most important thing, and, and Dr. Darren did mention this, is keeping it clean, which yes. very basic. Um, we do recommend soap and water. I, I completely agree. Um, you know, one thing I always like to, to remind people is that um, it don't use hydrogen peroxide to clean the wound. Oh. We think that um, that can uh, actually slow down the healing process. The hydrogen peroxide can be toxic to those new skin cells trying to form. So, oh, so you can kill the bacteria. You, you can kill the bacteria and the good skin cells. Correct. Oh, yes. Okay. Yes. All right. So, 
Um, the, the second thing you want to do is, is you want to keep it moist, keep it hydrated. So I, I know the tendency people think, oh, I have to let it dry out so it can scab. Oh. Well, we know now that a wound is going to heal better and faster if it's kept moist and covered. So um, the what we recommend is just plain old Vaseline. Ah. Um, yes. So um, I know great. a lot of people like to reach for that Neosporin, but the research shows that plain Vaseline works just as well and there's less risk of allergic reaction. A lot wow. of people don't realize that neosporin um, can become a very common skin allergen. The ah. more you use it, the more likely you are to become allergic to it over time. So, I wow. knew Perfect. it. I tell my wife. <laughs> Plain puts, Vaseline. <laughs> puts neosporin on everything. My wife keeps it in her purse. Like, literally. Yes. It, for, yeah, it if, just... And if a kid gets a little scrape, I have neosporin. Flat tire. Mm, right. Neosporin. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, okay. So maybe not, maybe not the Neosporin. Well, okay. Uh, Doc, anything else? So it's also good to keep it covered. Um, and that will prevent, uh, prevent it from getting traumatized, prevent bacteria from getting in the wound again. And so if it's small, just a Band-Aid is fine. If it's a larger wound, then you, you probably have to buy that uh, nonstick uh, pad at the drugstore. It's called Telfa. And uh, you just want to secure that down with some tape or even like a, a wrap. So just nice. always keep a wound covered until it has uh, completely scabbed over. Would you, would, you, would you change that bandage every once in a while? Absolutely. I, I prefer um, if people change it twice a day, um, but, at, you know, at least change it once a day at the very least. If you do start to see signs of infection, then you need to intervene um, with, with either the topical antibiotics or possibly oral antibiotics. But, Ooh, okay. you know, that would need to be checked. So what about scarring? Unfortunately, yes, yeah, scars can occur. And, um, and there's a lot of products out there. Research has shown that the most effective treatment for scarring is the silicone gel sheets. And uh, you can buy those online or you can get them at the drugstore. So once the, the wound has healed, you start wearing these silicone sheets and you just keep it on the wound continuously. You can you know, take it off and change it when you take a shower, put a new one on, or you can wash it and you can reapply it. And wow. uh, okay. so that helps to provide an environment so that scar will stay flat and, and hopefully be less visible over time. So, so, so you, you can, okay, so I want to make sure that you do that after the thing after is healed. healed and then you're like, okay so th then you put this thing on and you could reuse it, and it's called what say it say it again silicone gel sheeting okay sheet. interesting how, how yeah. long would you say to use something like that um you can use it indefinitely but once the scar is to a point where it's flat and it's pale and it's soft mm. then you're fine okay is there anything about, I know because it's summertime coming for mm -hmm. us here, everybody's afraid to get that thing out in the sun because that's going to make mm -hmm. it scar worse. Is there something to that? So this is what I tell my patients, that you need to protect your scar just like you protect the rest of your skin. So right. you, you want to cover that scar just like you would any other part of your body. You want to use protective clothing. You want to use sunblock and, of course, try to avoid those strong uh, midday hours, um, whenever possible. So. Wow. Awesome. Dr. Margaret Rinker, full of <laughs> knowledge. You are awesome. You know, you know, Dr. Darren, I, I have an evil thought. Dr. Rinker is a dermatologist. Yeah. And you've got that weird skin. 
No, I'm kidding. Well, no, I mean, all those summers at the Jersey Shore, you know, I want, <laughs> oh, I, w- I want to talk to you about baby oil and no, going out no. in the sun oh, no. to get yeah. that base burn like we used to do. Why? Why That's did we not, do that? I don't know. Not a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> Dr. Ricker, you, you need to, you need to be, you need to, I, I think we need to have you here. This is, <laughs> this is what we need to do because we get very confused easily. Right, yeah. right, yeah, uh, yeah. Would you, would you ever come in to the studio with us and just do, uh, we'll, we'll do some sort of awesome skin special. Uh, I'd, I'd be honored. Thank you very much. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> All right. All right. You heard it. She said All right, it. Yeah, All right. All right, Doc. Thank you very much. All right. Stay out of trouble. Oh, man. I think that's going to be great. Dr. Rinker is awesome, isn't she? Yeah, it's great. Oh, man. I can't wait. We'll do a whole skin dermatology podcast. I think that would be great, be right? Awesome. Okay. Yeah. No, I think we'll definitely we'll do that coming up here shortly. All right, Doctor Dean, I have got to tell you about this patient I saw in the ER the other night. Is this an official ER story? This is an ER story. Okay. Hold on. Let me let me do this. Okay. I can't help it. All right. Go ahead. This is where I got my training. I just watched the TV you what- show. You know. Oh God! Please tell me you went to more training than that. Uh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. All right, so there you are. So here I am. Dr. Darren in the ER working the night shift. Working the night shift. Anything could happen. Anything. Gunshot. Anything. Somebody's arm just severed. Exactly. By an alligator in this wrestling town, sure. a rhinoceros. The right. arm came off. What in what the old uh, days of velociraptor might sure, bite you in half. Sure. Hell. What oh, what what that. came in? What dramatic story entered the ER? On this night, Dr. Darren. Well, it was 4 a.m. There he was, 4 a.m. It was slow. Okay. Which is a word you never say in the ER when you're there. Right. Slow, quiet. But that's good. Right. You want that. Yeah, you want that. You don't yeah. say it, though. Yeah. Because then something will happen. Got it. So from out front, there's a, a nurse out front. Yeah. A triage nurse. Right. Triage. Like, she's, she's seeing who's who and who's got what cuts she, and separates the bad stuff from the not, not so, so bad, bad stuff okay. and prioritizes it. Got it. But there's not much to do. Nobody else is out there. Yeah. Patient comes in. Yeah. Hysterical. Okay. Excruciating pain. Excruciating pain. Signs in with a chief complaint, mm-hmm. our main complaint of yeah. a toothache. A toothache? At the ER? A toothache in the ER. Well, now see, now, I mean, I, well, okay, so what time, okay, so give me, give me a setting here. You said what time is it now? About 4 a.m.-ish. All right, so yeah, it hurts bad enough. You can't get to the dentist, I guess, at 4. Yeah. Or was it, I, I kind of, I always wonder with a, something like a toothache, like wasn't, didn't she feel that coming? Or maybe she thought she could wait and then she couldn't? Yeah, exactly. I, don't know. Right. I mean, there's all different factors I'm interrupting involved, your story, right? I'm sorry. No, no, that's okay. So a lot of different factors. So this lady, they you know, the triage nurse calls the back and says, hey, we need a bed for this lady. And okay. she's totally freaking out. Okay. Like she's like crying. I mean, I don't want to be – I'm just saying, I'm curious. Mm-hmm. She's she's crying. Is she just – when you say hysterical, is she just nervous or is she like – I'm, I'm picturing somebody going, ow, ow, God. Yeah. Like it was that, you know. Well, I mean, before I saw her, they just said this lady is hysterical. She's hysterical. She's freaking out. Okay. So I, I haven't seen her yet. I haven't assessed her. Um, she's 52. Okay. Okay. So they bring her in the back to a room. Okay. So now the triage nurse has alerted you that there is a hysterical 52-year-old uh, lady. 
You got it. With a toothache. Now, can I ask you a question? Go ahead. Because I, I I'm know. a chiropractor. I, know. I, you know, I have people who come in to see me, and they're in a lot of pain. Right. But the ER, there's a certain amount of urgency there, and you see, like, I mean, I was not joking, but I mean, gunshot. I mean, you've seen, see, have you seen a gunshot? Sure. Okay. Like somebody, uh, maybe. I mean, so you've seen some stuff. I've seen stuff. You get a report of a hysterical woman with a toothache. Yes. Tell me honestly, what are you thinking? I'm thinking, you know, there there's parts of me that there's different thoughts that go through my head. Okay. Okay. I, I want to hear those you thoughts. You know, there, there are different parts of me. Yes. And I want you and everyone here to know yes. the different parts of me. <laughs> let's, not, so, let's not be weird. All right. Okay. So, um, no, go ahead. I'm sorry. <clears throat> all right. So... Initially, you're thinking, okay, a toothache. Right. Right? Right. Really? You're in the ER? Right. Are you wasting our time with this toothache? Now, I'm thinking to myself, unfortunately, yeah. this patient's in pain regardless. Yeah. Right? And there's not much that I can do to solve her problem. Right. Okay? A toothache. I'm not a dentist. We don't do that. Oh, no. Okay. ER. No. Okay. Yeah, so. No, no drilling allowed. Got it. We can do certain things. Well, I mean, that, so that is my question. When you say the first thing that I thought when I heard toothache is, we can do about that. I yeah. mean, you you're in the ER. You could uh, somebody could come in with a gunshot, right? That you can handle, right? Toothache. Yeah. What do you what what would an ER doctor do for a toothache? I mean, what's the outcome? Well, you know, pain control is the thing, right? Okay, all so, right. Give a little pain medicine, a little anti-inflammatory, maybe an antibiotic if they're starting to develop a little abscess there. Okay. And, uh, you know, sometimes you can even do uh, a, a, a nerve block. You know, What's like a nerve? What, what do you, what, I know what a nerve block is, yeah. but what is a nerve block? Well, just like what the dentist does. Little local anesthetic inside the mouth. Like a, like on a Q-tip? Nope. Nope. With a needle. Oh! Yeah. Yeah. So I'm coming to you with a, a raging tooth pain, yeah. and you're going to get come at me with a needle. I'm going to cure it by <laughs> sticking a sharp object in sure. your mouth. Sure. I'm totally comforted. I don't know about you. But, uh, no, you know, I've had really bad toothaches in the past. They, I, you know, I have to. They, I, it they, does they hurt. They are awful. Yeah. So, awful. so you've got... So you got a lady in here. She's hysterical. So, did you, so are you in the room yet? I've interrupted so, you so many yeah, times. Yeah. So sorry. I mean, the, so the the parts of me. Oh yeah. We so what do you about. what are you thinking? So you're thinking, okay, maybe I'm going to do a little pain control. Yeah. Okay. And I'm thinking, pain control. What else can I do for this lady? But there's another part of me that goes, well, unfortunately, people want drugs. Oh. You know? And it, it's a fact. People will come in seeking pain like medicine, okay, like opioid pain medicine. Yeah, okay. and a toothache all... is 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 hard to uh, what What are you going to do? Right. I mean, I, I dare say, would you would you take an X ray of a no. toothache? No, no, not, not right. The dentist no, not, might, but right. he's going to drill it. Exactly. exactly. All right. So you're thinking. So now you're thinking. Okay. So I'm either going to do pain control with some sort of either a shot or maybe a couple of pills just to get and go go call your dentist in the morning yeah. or later in the morning yeah or now you got to think and i and i have to say it it sounds right you got to start thinking does she just want medication sure absolutely okay. and you know and there are people that can't afford 
to go see a dentist. That's true. So, I mean, so you're thinking that now that's got to be hard. Yeah. Because, see, you know, you've got the power of the script pad there. Right. Right. You could give her some pain medication. And I know that you don't want people to be in pain. But unfortunately, there are folks who are going to be addicted to painkillers and they want to get them and. My tooth is good. And she's yeah. hysterical about it. That See, when I'm hearing hysterical and I'm thinking toothache, I don't know. I, I, I would I mean, be torn, too. So this lady comes in and, you know, a couple thoughts are in my head. But, you know, let's bring her back and assess her. Okay. So whether it's a toothache or belly pain or big toe pain, we right. do the same stuff. Right. So they bring them back. They take vital signs. Yeah. Okay. And you kind of do an initial assessment. Right. So the nurse is doing that. Okay. Okay. And are you in the room yet? Uh, I'll walk in, you know, when she's kind of doing that stuff yeah, and she's you're doing that. I'm, you know, finishing up some other things. Okay. I'll walk in in the middle of that. And, uh, and what I see is this lady. Yeah. And she's kind of writhing back and forth, back and forth on the stretcher. She's, is she laying on the stretcher? She's on the stretcher. I am intrigued by this because I feel like I'm reading a, some sort of, mystery novel because i'm trying to figure out at the end is this lady just trying to get drugs or is she having a whopper of a toothache right i'm trying to figure out where you're going with this all right so now we have another clue now she's laying down holding her face yeah and rocking back and forth in pain okay that's a lot of pain it appears to be so we we have right now we have a group that is going no she wants she wants drugs and there's another group going, you guys are being mean. She's in pain and she's panicking and it's four o'clock in the morning and she's at the ER. Right. All right. Can't get to a dentist at t- that time. Even All right. You can't afford it. That's right? true. I mean, yeah. Yeah. There's a, no dentist awake at four o'clock. Okay. It's a tough, tough time. Yeah. Okay. I'm thinking of a new business. No, go ahead. <laughs> so I go in and it's hard. Yeah. Difficult. To even get a good story out of some people when they're in that much pain. Yeah. So you're trying to get them to focus on me. On you. So I can ask questions and figure out exactly why they're here. And this is a huge topic, Dr. Darren. I'm going to stop for just one second because even as a chiropractor, I have people coming in a lot of pain, pain, burning pain down the back of the leg or their arm has gone, you know, sleep or is on fire or whatever. And they're kind of focused on that. And I get it because I've had that pain. Right. You know, I've had pain. So I get it. But it is important. And this is like a little moment. It is important to tell your doctor what's going on. Yeah. Take, take a breath. Take a breath. I know it's hard. Yep. I get yep. it. No, exactly. Because it the more you know, doctor, the more you can help. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Because I know I know people and I because I've been I've been told stories of, oh, we were in the ER and this and that and this was happening and and I can hear from their perspective, the patient's perspective, that they're going, they keep asking me all these questions. I'm just telling them I'm in pain. I, you're asking questions because you are trying to help them appropriately. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it, it's interesting. Just as another aside, from yeah, yeah, yeah. Side, yeah, yeah. You can have the triage nurse ask a question, and they'll get a certain amount of information. Yes. The nurse taking care of the patient in the treatment area can ask questions and get a certain amount of information. Right. And then I'll come in 
And sometimes the story is changes. Different. Yeah. You know, it, it's amazing. Yeah. But it happens. But that's the importance of kind of everybody communicating as a team. Yes. And just kind of asking over and over and over and getting people to focus and tell you why they're here. And that's why you get asked questions again and again and again. Because yeah. from from your doctor's perspective, they know that you told the person at the front one thing, the nurse another thing, and yeah. now the doctor comes in and we hear a third thing and we're going, okay, what's the story? Right. So what you have is hysterical 52-year-old woman. With a toothache at 4 o'clock in the morning, you come in, and she's holding her face. Right. Okay, now where do you go? I'm, I'm, I want to get inside the ER doctor's mind. All right. So, you know, I, I can kind of, you know, get her to, to focus on me. Okay. You know, why are you here? Okay. Got it. What's going on tonight? How can we help you? Um, my tooth is hurting. Okay. Okay. That was the gist of it. That's it. Yeah. My tooth is hurting. My tooth is hurting. Okay, so we so we so we settled that. Okay. Right. All right. right. <laughs> now do your through. doctor thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then we go through, you know, well, how long has it been hurting? Okay. You know, what have you done for it? At okay. Home? Have you tried anything? Right. You That's know. what I'd be asking. Have you did you put some ice on it? Take an Advil? Right. I don't know what. A little ibuprofen. Right, right, right. right. A little Tylenol. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um well I actually went to another hospital. Just Wait, before on the, I came here. Wait a minute. Hold on. The lady that came to you at your ER had just been to another ER? Yes. Was just discharged. Whoa. Now, I'm going to tell you what I'm thinking. Go ahead. I'm now in, I'm kind of walking over here to the, she wants medication camp. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, that's where I'm going. Okay, you know? okay. But, but with an open mind, because that's what we do as professionals. Right? I get it. We I get, get it. You're you're the ER doctor. We, I'm just being your audience right yeah, now because yeah. because I'm wondering why she just went to another ER and now she's already back in your ER. Although she did tell you that, so it wasn't like right. She wasn't hiding it. All right. Okay. I'm intrigued. Yeah. Go. All right. So I've been to the ER. Yeah. Yeah. I just got discharged. Okay. And I came straight here. Hmm. Okay. Did she say why? Well, she said, well, first of all, they gave her some pain medicine there. Okay. So she got pain medication at the, like, she took it? Yeah, some oral oral pain medicine and an antibiotic. Okay. All right. And they gave her a prescription for some pain medicine and antibiotics. Okay. Which she didn't fill yet. Right, so she hadn't even filled it. So she right. had a pain. She had some some pain, but I mean, so now I'm a little curious that if she took the pain medication, of course, maybe it hasn't kicked in yet or something. I don't know. Like, why is she there? She's already got a script. Right. All right. So what are you right. thinking now? And, and you know, there, there are 24 hour pharmacies around us. Right. Right. So she can go. get She it could filled. have filled it, but she just still didn't feel right. Right. Okay. And okay. I, I still, at this point, she's hysterical. She's in a lot of pain. Right. You know, what did they give you? You mm-hmm, know, so mm-hmm. we don't kind of repeat what they've done. We right. don't want to overdose. Right, her. right, right, right. Okay. Um, and it, it's really difficult at that point to um, kind of steady your emotions and mm-hmm. say, all right, lady, you have a toothache. They've given you pain medicine and a prescription. 
and now you're here at my ER. <laughs> what, what do you <laughs> What do you think I'm going to do differently? Okay. Yeah, exactly. So that is the human side of things, right? No. Exactly. Exactly. I have one of those. So maybe she wants you to take it out. I don't know. I'm right. sorry. I'm interrupting. You go ahead. Right. And uh, you know, I, you know, I I don't want to keep harping on the whole. You know, people are are drug seeking, but interestingly. This patient had already received some pain medicine and has a prescription for some pain medicine. So I'm torn on that one. Is she trying to double up or yeah. or now you're going, well, darn it. Now she's already had some pain medication. But she doesn't feel like they, they hit the mark or something. Right. Exactly. Okay. All right. So we kind of have this story and it's. It's making sense from a human standpoint. Sure. This lady's in a lot of pain. Sure. And, you know, she just wants to feel better. Yeah. Um, from my side, it's kind of like, all right, well, what else can we do? Right. So, you know, then starts the, you know, more detailed questions of, you know, now I need to examine her and do my thing. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, now show me where it hurts. Okay. Well, it's her what, tooth. Right. But what specifically is bothering you? Okay. I had her point to a specific area. Okay. 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 Point to a specific area on her face. Right, right, right. Okay. And as she is pointing yeah. to the left side of her jaw, uh-huh. she drops her hand and she shows me uh, that she's hurting in the left side of her neck. Uh-huh. And then drops it further to the upper part of the left side of her chest. Oh. Okay. Okay. So, weird that a toothache would now radiate to the chest. Yeah. Now, I've had a toothache, and it hurt my half my face. Right. Neck, maybe. Yeah. Maybe to the ear, to the head. Right. Doc, yeah. let me ask you a question. Mm-hmm. When she dropped her hand from her face to her chest, what was going on in your head? <sighs> you can one, say it. You can say it. One was O- Blank. I uh, see. I would have said, "Oh shit." Okay. Yeah, I did. Okay. I didn't, I didn't know. I mean, yeah, look, right. look sure. you're an ER doctor. You've seen it all, right? You thought you had a toothache two seconds ago, and now now it's a little different. Okay, so tell me what happens. All right. So after the "oh mm-hmm. shit," yeah, moment, yeah. Um, there's also a thought simultaneously that goes, "Oh, thank you." Yeah. Thank, thank you for giving for, me a little bit more information yeah. that I can use to figure out or actually to make sure that nothing else is happening. Right, 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 so right. I right. Can do some tests and kind of rule out certain things. So. Yeah, because not, my mind is exploding right now. Lady just yeah. touched your chest so and what, now. Yeah. So oh. what are you thinking? I mean, one of your friends comes to you and says, hey, I got a toothache, but then goes, oh, yeah, it's my upper chest, too. You, anytime somebody touches the left side of their chest. But, I mean, see, again, it's kind of weird because, you know, I, I know what I know and you know what you know. But, I mean, the average person touches their face and so they've got a really bad toothache. And even yeah. in the neck, maybe a little bit. They're like, ah, you know, it's just swollen and you got the whole thing. But then the chest. Yeah. She touched her chest. And so that, like, when you just said that to me, my heart went and just dropped. Right. So now... But but you're you know you're you you're the you're the ER doc right composure mm-hmm. you said oh stuff <laughs> <laughs> and then you went okay so now do you does that 
does that switch flip in your head after you get to say old stuff and you go, okay, (laughs) now I know exactly what to do. Exactly. Okay, so what did you do? I'm curious. Well, now you start thinking of other things. Okay, so what are you thinking? All right, so my whole thing is, you know, you're thinking about, well, did this originate from the chest? Right. Specifically, obviously, the heart. All right, you got to be thinking that right now. Yeah. I mean, did she have, because traditionally, what what would you traditionally expect somebody, if some, because now we're thinking it's maybe a heart attack. Yeah. Right? Right. Okay. So traditionally, what would you be, like, she's not grasping her chest, like, Right. She didn't come in saying the elephant is sitting on my chest right. and the pain is radiating down my left arm, right, which, which everybody thinks is, well, that's, right. that's a heart attack, okay? Okay. And, and people do come in and say that. And then that's, at least at least you know where you're headed there. Right, right. exactly. You're going to go there first, but yeah. a toothache, that is crazy. Yeah, specifically a toothache and already been to another hospital. Which is nuts to me. Part of you goes, well, golly, they were being sloppy over there. But right. really, she's telling you she's got a toothache. Yeah. And really, in your mind, you're between, is she just trying to get pain medication? Or am I going to give her some pain medication because she's got a darn toothache and she needs, really needs to call a dentist? Because I, you, you can't drill their teeth, right? right. So there's right. nothing you can really do about it. So how, let me ask you this. Before she touches the the neck and the upper part of the chest, how quickly is she out of the ER that night? Oh, if it's just a toothache, I yeah. mean, you know, you're looking at under a half hour. Right. I you mean, just yeah, don't need to be minutes. there that right. Sure. I mean, if you, you don't need to be there that long, but okay. she already has this prescription. That's she's what's weird. This pain medicine. The, yeah. She said the pain medicine that they gave her did nothing for her. Yeah. So. All right, so she right. drops her hand to the chest area, you know, upper chest on the left. Yeah. So we need an EKG. Okay, so that's okay. Okay, wait, hold on, hold on. I've been wanting to ask you this. Go ahead. Is this when you get to say stat? Yeah, I think it's uh, you know presumed that everything is going to be stat. But <laughs> what does that mean, yeah. by the way? <laughs> I, I I I hear it a lot. Do you see it on TV? What does stat mean? It's just something that we made up to. Uh, <laughs> Get things done a lot faster. Are you serious? It was faster than, you know, get Hurry this up. done right now. <laughs> Run really fast. Because I can't make this sentence. <laughs> I thought so. it was going to be more dramatic than that. Okay, so so really, you go, oh, my God, you know, now I got to test. Uh, we, gotta, we do some tests for, for heart. Right. Is that the first thing you do? So yeah, EKG, yeah, right? let's get the EKG. Okay. Right? Electrocardiogram. All right. That pattern that she had coming across that screen. Yeah was consistent with a heart attack. Oh, my God. She is having a heart attack. She's having a heart attack. Is there a piece of you, like, as an ER doctor, uh, that when you saw that, you kind of went, glad I didn't just hand her some pain medication and send her home. Yes. There are moments like that. Yeah. There there are. Well, I thought, listen, man, I mean, no, no kidding. I think it's pretty cool that you picked up that... That's pretty subtle, you know, because somebody's grasping the side of their face. Eh, it hurts. She says, yeah. you said it yourself. She's hysterical. Maybe she's just pointing on all this. But that little subtle thing where her hand drops down and touches the upper part of the chest. Right. And you went, Rawr? 
exactly. I think that's exactly what I said, Doctor D. <laughs> <laughs> so, so okay. So now you did the EKG. So she. Now I want to know what's happening. What what's going now? You're not by yourself, right? No, There's a no. nurse there. I mean, yeah. does, does it get busy really fast? Right really then? fast. You know, the nurses know what to do when they see it too. Okay. You know? What what are they? What is everybody doing around you? Well, right now it's a toothache. So there's a nurse with me. Right. And there's, she's doing the EKG and mm-hmm. we both see it. And she walks behind me and goes out the door because she knows what to do. Okay. So she's you got know. like, you're not, you're not freaking the patient out no, right now. No, no, she just exactly. says, Oh, you guys look at each other and you go, Mm hmm. Right. Maybe you should go do that thing that you do. Right. right? Exactly. <laughs> okay. Okay. And, and that's, that's part of the, the team. And that's part of knowing your team. And you know, you know, just by looking at somebody or knowing the situation, what you need to do next. So what did she go do? What? So the nurse and you look at each other and you go, yeah. Okay. So there are thir- certain things yeah, that yeah. need to be done. Yeah. All right. So this is obviously a heart attack. That right. Needs to be taken care of right now. Okay, which, when I say taken care of, she needs what's called a cardiac catheterization. Okay, so, you know, you say she's having a heart attack, and I'm picturing, and I know some people are picturing, you got to get up on there and start doing chest compressions, and she's getting, you know, a, a, a mask, and she's getting the squishy tube thing, <laughs> and you've said stat, at least we're hoping you said that. A lot, right. <laughs> You say it a lot, and, uh, you know, clear, and the whole, you yeah. know, like... um so, cause, cause it's being, cause what I'm hearing is you looked at the nurse, nurse, nurse looked at you and she walks out and goes and does yeah. her thing. Like, I feel like there's a sense of urgency that right. should be like, like, I feel like, shouldn't you be like pounding on her chest or yeah, what do you, I, I mean, I could, but she's awake <laughs> and she, she's not going to be very happy with me pounding on her chest. And so, so do, you do not need to do that yeah, just because somebody's, mouth, yeah, I no. might, yeah, I'll be in a class. <laughs> sensitivity training right exactly no no no. so there's a i think what you're describing is you're thinking about a cardiac arrest where your heart stops okay different than a heart attack than a heart attack different than a myocardial infarction okay which is basically your decreased amount of oxygen or blood flow to a certain part of a heart because of a blockage you know Okay, and that, that that could cause you the chest. That's the heavy chest pain, or in this case, her toothache. Right, exactly. Arm, the pain down the arm. That's the that's a heart attack. The infarction. Right. Which I know sounds vaguely funny, but it's just I not. Well, I know. It's we not, won't yeah. go there. Yeah. So so, but okay. So that's that. But the arrest is electrical. The oh. heart has stopped. Well, the the arrest can it's going to be it can be electrical, but yeah. the arrest is actually the pump. The pump of the heart has stopped. It's not. It's you are not moving. No, no blood moving in your body. No blood moving. So that's when now you're you're doing compressions or right. Okay, right. and we're not there. I mean, there are many things that can cause your heart to stop beating. Right. Not just a heart attack. Right. It can be a respiratory problem. It can be a a metabolic problem. Right. It can be a drug problem. Yeah. You know, they're, they're a laundry list of things. So the having of the heart attack, right. the, ch- the something is happening to the circulation of the heart. It's getting blocked. The muscles getting, the heart muscle itself is getting damaged. Thus pain, right. chest pain, arm yeah. pain. That's not an arrest. Right. So the person's, cause now I'm kind of thinking, all right, so now I'm at home, God forbid, or with somebody or at a party and somebody's grabbing their chest. Right. That person is awake. Yeah. That is not time to start 
doing the compressions and the breathing and the mouth. Ma- I mean, yeah. it sounds silly, but yeah, I mean, yeah. right? You would right. you wouldn't do that. That's not a that's not a cardiac arrest. The heart hasn't stopped. It hasn't stopped. You know, you, this person is awake. You know, they they have pain. Yes, but their heart is the, the fact that they're awake. Yeah, their heart is likely beating. Okay, and right. they're circulating blood. So what? What? So just since we're here now, uh, now we're at the party. You know, somebody's grabbing their chest, and they yeah. got the pain shooting down the arm. The more obvious symptoms, right? Sure. We don't want to jump on them and start pushing on their chest and doing compressions because they're awake, right? What? 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 What would worry you? You're uh, D- Doctor Darren. You're, you're an ER doctor. You're yeah. sitting at a you're at a wedding reception. Guy next to you starts. You know. Oh, man, my chest is little and I got some tingling in my arm, my left arm here. And so you're going, okay, here we go. What other symptoms might you look out for, you know, that's not just because I'm a chiropractor. You can there's there are conditions where or or situations where you can your rib Mm -hmm. that's up there on that left side of your chest can kind of get a little dislodged and cause you chest pain, chest pain. But it wouldn't cause any other symptoms of a heart attack. Right. What other symptoms might I look out for if I'm sitting there and somebody's grabbing their chest and maybe saying the left arm? Those are the obvious ones. Are there some other ones that are that are that I might look out for where I need okay, time to call an ambulance. You know, if you're if you're there, okay, yeah. and somebody's grabbing their chest. Yeah, yeah. A couple simple questions. You yeah. know, are you having chest pain? Yes. We're gonna take you to the hospital. Okay. Oh, you don't wait. You, chest no. pain. Don't even. No. Don't. In fact, don't we're look not for other. You. We're calling nine one one. Okay. okay. So you ch- any chest pain? Don't don't try to be the doctor. Right. Somebody's grabbing their chest. Sure. Don't worry about other symptoms. I mean, yeah. I, it's better to be safe, right? I, and I, amen. That's that's true. We always there's a saying that time is muscle. Yeah. Okay. The longer the time goes on. The more muscle damage mm. there will be potentially. Yes. So get there as soon as you can. So right. this guy at the wedding starts sitting down, yeah. holds his chest. Yeah. You go up to him and you just say, "Look, <laughs> I'm concerned. Let's get you to the hospital." Yeah. Worst All case right. scenario, you, it was something else, and exactly. he's still alive and okay. Right. I like it. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Good. So don't don't try to don't try to doctor it. Right. Somebody's grabbing their chest. Get your phone out. Yep. Call 911. That's it. And no CPR on awake people. Yeah. You know, that's I mean, not needed. Okay. So here she is and you know, now we see that she's has this clear evidence of a heart attack on right. the EKG. Yeah. So so she the nurse goes out get the get the the, the folks that are going to put the IV in so right. we can get medication your your job at that point is what you're just watching to make sure that she doesn't get worse yeah and, and you know th- there's uh you know th- the nurses know what to do based on their protocol but they're also looking to me to give orders uh, I'm telling them you know what medications to give right um we are I'm explaining to this lady yeah. who thought for hours that she was having a, a really bad toothache. Oh, that's right. She doesn't know. Right. Right. Exactly. All she knows is the nurse, the nurse walked out of the room. Right. Okay. Right. So and now you've got to tell her. With, how do you tell somebody who she was already pretty hysterical about her toothache? Yeah. This isn't a toothache. Right. Like, what did you say to her? Listen, you're just honest. Okay. Yeah. You know, this, this isn't something as simple as a toothache. Okay. okay? 
when we did the EKG, we see evidence that you are indeed having a heart attack. Oh, God. Okay. I, I, that's heavy news. Yeah. Surprise. How did, how did she, how did she react? Yeah. I mean, inch, you know, shock. Yeah. You know, um, but. You know, it, it's good almost that I was able to give her a cause and say, yeah. "Hey, this is this is how we're going to fix it." Right? Okay, this is where we are. We know what's causing your pain. This, these are, these are the next steps. Wow. I mean, I guess there's a certain amount of I don't know, not relief, but like, okay, now we know. I mean, yes, you're shocked, but mm-hmm. now we know what we're dealing with. I wonder if that was strangely calming. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it can be. Hmm. So that's crazy. Yeah. All right, so so uh, so she came in with a toothache. Right, ends up she's actually having a heart attack. Right, she goes to what? Tell what happened. So well, tell me that how'd she do? She did fine. I mean, the nurses put the IVs in. You know, within twenty minutes, she was off to the cath lab. The cardiologist came in, put a uh, stent. Into one of the blood vessels of her heart to open and that, up the artery. Yeah, that opens up that artery. Gets the oxygen to where it needs to be. And uh, she was pain-free at that point. That's crazy. Yeah. That is crazy. Like, no you more could... toothache. <laughs> from... <laughs> and the moral of the story is she didn't have to go to the dentist. Right. Right. That's not the moral of the story. But, but, you, but she you could imagine, I mean, that might have been her next stop to go to the dentist that day, right? Had she not come see us and had she not given us that little clue yeah. of dropping her hand to show me where else it hurt, she might have gone to the dentist. He might have drilled. Yeah. You know. Well, this is this is why I would tell my dentist to listen to this podcast. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> no doubt. I know they're trained. Right. right now, dentists are going, well, I know I'm trained to do that. You know. But I'm just saying, that's pretty – I mean, that can be yeah. pretty subtle. And I know they see – you know, when you see a lot of something, yeah. Like for you, honestly, you you've probably seen quite a few toothaches four o'clock in the morning. Well, you, there's no dentist, right? So you see, you're kind of like, okay, here it's toothache. You know, maybe maybe the seeking drugs, or maybe it's toothache, and I'm just going right. to give them something for the pain and send them to the dentist. But if you're a dentist, yeah, you see it all the time, and you think, yeah, just got toothache. Yeah, yeah, sure. Let's take some X-rays, and meanwhile, tick tock, right? That clock's going, and then maybe she doesn't point to her chest. Right, right. She's got a problem. Yeah. But, I mean, here she is. She goes, she she ended up seeing you, thank God for her, right? Uh, and, um, and then you, you get her off to the cath lab and the pain stops. What's her deal? I mean, does she just, maybe she's there overnight and she just goes home and she's good? Yeah, I think she was there for two days or so. Just to know. watch her? Yeah, just to watch her, you know, kind of, they have to be on certain medications after you receive a, a certain type of stent and yeah um yeah just to make sure she's doing well and she was she was discharged about two days later and i have to say here's a 52 year old lady i'm guessing she's got a family mm-hmm. okay and came in with a with a toothache and she doesn't come in and just decides that she can deal with a toothache or waits for that pain medication to come in, and maybe she's not here tomorrow. Right? True. And you are, like, totally laid back, telling this story. I feel like you should have some sort of cape on. 
You know what I mean? Like, that's that's incredible that you were able to pick that up. And I know that you're not, like, get, you know, you're not a pat-me-on-the-back guy. I get that. But I'm just saying, like, you're just, like, telling the story, like, yeah, so this is what we did. And, like, this lady could have died. Yeah, no, I, it's very true. And, 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 and she deserves credit, too, for advocating for herself. You know, now she went to a hospital. They yeah. gave her what they thought was the answer to her pain. Right. Gave her medication, yeah. which would be appropriate for, for, for a toothache. For a toothache. But she knew that there was something else. And it, she knew to go somewhere else where they might listen to her. Yeah. Okay. Smart. Yeah. Smart. I mean, listen, you, you, there's, there's a part of you that's got to listen to your doc sometimes, even yeah. when you're concerned. Right. Right. But there's... And you and I talk about this, and then we'll talk about this a thousand times. There is a moment where there is that thing inside of you that says, no, that's not the answer. I need more. Either you're at home and it's time to go to the hospital, or in her case, she was at a hospital. I mean, can you imagine going to an ER, having an ER doc come in, yeah. the team, every everybody, and you were ha- it was handled, and you are sent home, and you go... No, that's not it. Right. Now, she wasn't thinking she was having a heart attack, but it wasn't. Something wasn't right. And whatever that little innate thing is inside of you said, go to another hospital. That is incredible. Yeah. I have a personal experience with that moment. Oh, yeah. I had a heart attack myself. There is that special moment that you know that something's wrong, and I think we can get into that maybe on a future show. I think we should talk about that. In a word, what was that like to have an ER doctor having a heart attack in the ER? Eye-opening. Okay. All right. So we're going to do that next time. Yeah, we'll do it next time. Ooh, this is going to be a good story. You going to be all right? You going to be able to tell me the story? Yeah, no. Absolutely. I want to share it. All right, good. Yeah. I, I think, you know, I think there's something about sharing a, a, an experience like that because you want, you want to, you want to, A, you want, we like to share. Yeah. And we want other people to know and maybe learn from our experience. 100%. All right. We're going to, so you're, you're right. going to, so Dr. Darren, you're going to tell us your yeah. heart attack ER story. You got it. There's a little tease for next time. All right. All we'll right. do that next time. But for now, what would I feel if I was having the heart attack? You know, the classic, right? Classic. Right. We always hear. We mentioned it before. Yeah, yeah. Somebody sitting on my chest. Right. Which I've never had anybody sit on my chest. But you can imagine. But you can imagine what it is. That's what it would feel like. And the pain radiates down to the left arm. Right. Okay. It doesn't always have to present that way. All right. Yeah. So there's. Well, and we're talking about. So th- let me ask you this, Dr. Darren. Because you're the ER doc. What? Because I, I know that their symptoms for men and women can be the same, and that they can be different. Because there's yeah. the classic, the, the the elephant on the chest. There's the classic left arm pain. But what specifically are those symptoms that maybe a, a woman should look out for? That because this lady's, I mean, she didn't have pain down her arm, right? Right. No pain down the arm. Right. Not 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 necessarily really chest like heavy chest pain. She had a toothache. Is that one of those things a female should be looking out for? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, I think the the biggest thing to think about when you're wondering. Are you concerned about something? Right. Doesn't matter what it is. Doesn't matter what the sensation is. Doesn't matter how 
bad the pain is or how mild it is, is it if you are concerned about something, mm-hmm. go get it checked out. Got it. And the sooner the better. Well, what specifically would a would, would a woman be feeling that might be different? And, and I like because you and I talk about this. It's that moment. Something's wrong. This is not normal. This isn't right. Right. But I've heard other even celebrities saying, you know, Rosie O'Donnell is famous for saying, you know, that she had certain kinds of symptoms that I mean, she was days, days, days right. of heart muscle dying. Right. Didn't know it because her symptoms were kind of weird. What would what would a woman find different than that pain in the chest and the arm? Yeah. Now, the one caveat to this is men can have different types of pain too. So okay. Just because you're a man doesn't mean it has to be the elephant sitting on the chest. Okay. Good. So good. It can be any of these certain things. Right. So right. Sharp pain. Sharp as pain. As opposed to pressure. Burning pain. Okay. Okay. It can be pain in the neck, as we've yeah. seen in the jaw. More on the left side. Or not, it could be both. Could be both. Oh, geez. All okay. right. Okay. Um, pain in the jaw. Pain in the upper abdomen. Okay. Okay. So not necessarily what you even think of as your chest. So your stomach. So your stomach hurt. Nausea. Nausea. Vomiting. Yeah. Sweaty. Super sweaty. Dizzy. So if you're sweaty and you got chest pain and your arm hurts and you're nauseous. Right. That's not great. So here's a quick atypical presentation of a man who came in with Mid upper back pain. Okay. The story was that he was just took up golf. Okay. And he's swinging golf clubs and feels pain when he moves. When he moves turns, around, right? So I'm going to send him to you. Yeah, send him to the chiropractor. Right. Yeah. So I'm about to walk out of the room and I yeah. say, "What else is bothering you?" And he says, "I feel nauseous." Uh, okay, that's a little weird. Mm-hmm. You know, if you have musculoskeletal pain. Hmm. So let's throw an EKG on him. Just and, to be sure, because you are a good doctor. And boom, he's having a big old heart attack. No way. Yeah. You know, that's you know that's one of the things that as a chiropractor that we're trained to do. And I don't think a lot of people actually realize this because, they, you know, so many people come into my office going, you know, they have self-diagnosed this bad boy. Doc, right. it's just, Doc, you just cracked my back. I mean, here's a great example of this. Yeah. Plant just took up golf, got some mid-back pain. It bothers me when I move around a little bit. I got a, I got a kink in my back, Doc. Yeah. And they just want me to push on their back and make the kink go away. And I want to do that for them. But I've got questions to ask you. And that's the doctor part of our job. Yeah. As a chiropractor, my job is to make sure that your your spine is functioning the way that it should, but really that you're functioning the way that you should. And most importantly, that you're supposed to be in my office and not going to see Dr. Darren. And somebody tells me, hey, also, by the way, I'm feeling really nauseous. I'm stopping in my tracks and they're leaving my office and they're going to see you. Right. Dr. Dayton, you are absolutely right. 100%. And, and that's, again, we can't emphasize enough to communicate with your health care provider, no matter who it is. Yeah. Whether it's the triage nurse, whether it's the form that you fill out in your office before you even see you. Right. Write it down. Everything that you're feeling. Yeah. Don't assume. Yeah. Don't it, assume that it doesn't yeah. matter because you don't know. Right. I mean, I mean, come on. That guy doesn't tell you he's also nauseous and he it's. 
Go see, go see your chiropractor. Sure. Those aren't traditional symptoms. I mean, there's got to be more, you know, to look out for. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. And there's a lot of resources out there. There's a great uh, group that advocates for women specifically. Have you heard of the, uh, the red dress movement? The go red? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 No. Hold on. I'm going to pull that up. You, you, you uh, tell, to tell great, me about it. Great, great organization. Uh, you know, it, it, it was created because, I mean, a lot of people, women in particular, mm-hmm. don't realize that heart disease is the leading cause of death. In women. In women. Wow. Okay. So it's always thought of a, as a man's disease. Yeah. And your patient that you told us about earlier is 52. She's not 72. No, no. She's young. I mean, that's young. That's because I'm and she's got a getting toothache. close to that age. That's, that's really <laughs> That's young. course. Yeah, that's definitely young. <clears throat> so, so, okay. So the website is goredforwomen.org. That's goredforwomen.org. And that's the Red Dress Foundation. Yeah? Am I yeah. saying that? Yeah, yeah. Go Red for Women. Yeah, lots of great, great information on there. Yeah, man. They've got, uh, it, it talks about, let's see, facts about women and heart disease, symptoms of a heart attack and stroke. It's important to know. You I mean, how long does it take to type in the, the, the web address? Go down there, take a look at the di- different symptoms, um, know your risk. I'm reading this. I'm chuckling. Okay. According to a new, this is uh, directly from the uh, red dress, goredforwomen.org. According to a new scientific statement issued by the American Heart Association, it's probably safe to have sex if your cardiovascular disease has stabilized. Because that's something to worry about. Yeah. Here's a quote from Glenn Levine, MD, lead author. Uh, from the Baylor College of Medicine in Houston, he says, this is Dr. Levine's words, sexual activity is a major quality of life issue for men and women with cardiovascular disease and their partners. Some patients will postpone sexual activity when it's actually relatively safe for them to engage in it. Sure. He goes on to say, cardiovascular events such as heart attacks, chest pain caused by heart disease rarely occur during sexual activity because sexual activity is <clears throat> usually for a short time. Now, wait a minute. Says who? Yeah. That doesn't even take into account how long it takes you to convince your wife to have sex. Right. That's a big part of it. And some other things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, I mean, because a lot of people, sex is, a, is an athletic event. Yep. For yeah. some. <laughs> You have a heart attack, and now you can't. Yeah. Now you're depressed. Uh, uh, but good news, on the Red Dress website, they have Dr. Deepak Chopra's um, top three ways to de-stress. Number one. I wish we had new age music right oh, now. Oh, I know. Wait a minute. Do we have, uh, you know, I'll try, to, I'll try to put something on here. Okay, so number one, uh, focus on one thing at a time. Our conscious brain isn't able to multitask, says Dr. Chopra. So they want to focus on focus on one thing at a time. Hmm. Number two from Deepak Chopra. S-T-O-P. It spells stop. Stop what you're doing. Take a few deep breaths. Yes. Observe your body and smile. I will skip that step. Yeah. And P, proceed with kindness and compassion. Well, this is very Deepak Chopra. But this is a yeah. de-stressor. We're trying to de-stress. Sure. And number three from De- Deepak Chopra, take 20 minutes to yourself. 
and just relax. Because, you know, you have that. See, I disagree with those. I have my top three de-stressors. Right. You want to hear them? Mm-hmm. Number one, Dr. Dean's top three de-stressors. Number one, tell your kids to just go away. Yeah. For just just a few minutes. Just, just like, literally go away. I have three kids, three boys, <laughs> and it constantly looks like the Tasmanian devil is spinning wildly around my house. So you have to get away from the kiddos for just a few minutes, please. All right, my number two de-stressor is, you ever seen that movie, The Purge, or you know what that, that movie is? Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty dark, but it just purged. Everyone, but this is how I'm going to apply it. Once a year, you should be able to go to your drawer full of bills and burn it. Just burn all your bills. Just once a year? <sighs> yes. All right. Then after a while, you get in trouble. Okay, number three, de-stressor. You know that neighbor that just drives you crazy? You know, every time you see them, your blood pressure goes up a few points. <laughs> just right now, the one that you're thinking about, you're just thinking about them, and your blood pressure is going up right. a few points. I want you to close your eyes, and I want you to picture that neighbor's house being eaten by a giant squid. Stay with me. Okay. Tentacles everywhere. The big beak is chewing up the house and just devouring it like the movies. It's gone. If you ate the whole, it's gone. And now all that's left of the annoying neighbor's house and the annoying neighbor is green grass. Hmm. Interesting. Isn't that peaceful? I was going to say sinkhole. Yeah. But that yeah. would just drive down your property value. Yeah. Yeah, no doubt. So giant squid. The giant squid won't. Yeah. Yeah. That, no? Yeah. You don't think that's going to... be a great if you like went on Google Maps and... <laughs> That was the time they took the picture when the squid was there, right? Destroying the house. But maybe, and maybe <laughs> when the squid's there, he grabs your spouse, just squeezes them a little yeah. bit. Not you don't want to, you don't want to crush them. No, no, no. no. Just, just to so they know who's boss. Right, right. I don't think these are going to work. No. Okay, let's go with Chopra's. Yeah. Okay, so really, really, I think go to the website. Yeah. You know, inform yourself because information is key. Anything that we should know, like, directly. What, what's important, Dr. Yeah. Darren? Well, know your blood pressure. That's big, Okay. Right? Yep, yep. Um, get checked for diabetes, right? Cholesterol. Yep, yep. Okay. Stress, not so easy to control. Yeah. Right? But if you use my method, it, it won't work. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. Use... He's Dr. Chopra's. He probably knows better. <laughs> he knows better. Yeah. Figure out a way. There are many ways to de-stress. Yeah, absolutely. But, you know, just a healthy lifestyle. Go redforwomen.org. The Red Dress Foundation has a lot of resources. Yeah, phenomenal website. Yeah, man. Go there. Check that out. Um, and we want to say this. We want you to email us. And our email is help at doc2docpodcast.com. That's help at doc, the number two, and then the word doc again, podcast.com. That's D-O-C, the number two, docpodcast.com. Help at doc2docpodcast.com. Is there a question you've always wanted to hear answered? You always wanted to ask an ER doc a question? Yeah. Do you have something you've always wanted to ask your friendly neighborhood chiropractor? Anything you have, a, a show idea, somebody you, a story yeah. you want to tell, email us. 
at help at doc2docpodcast.com and let us know what you think. We'd, we'd love to hear it. We'd, we'd love to have, uh, to, to maybe get your, your, your idea on the show and answer your questions. We want to hear your stories. Do you have an amazing story? Share it with us. We'd love to share with people because knowledge is power. If you heard about it on the podcast, maybe it'll give you that extra few minutes that you needed to save your life, somebody else's life, or maybe just suffer a little bit less. That's it. We want to, we want to hear from you. So go ahead and email us. And I, I, I Dr. Darren, I believe that's it. So, uh, for the doc to doc podcast, I'm Dr. Dean, the chiropractor. I'm Dr. Darren, the ER doctor. We'll see you next time. I'm going to the dentist. <laughs> if you like what you heard today, go ahead and subscribe right now and share with a friend. And thank you for listening as we talk Doc to Doc. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.